0: Hey, this is Brian Briscoe from Four Oaks Capital. In this episode, I'm going to talk to you today about the net operating income. This is an episode that's probably a better episode for the aspiring investors and for potential passive investors. Uh, we're going to describe something that's a very basic concept. If you're an experienced investor, hey, why don't you just keep on listening anyway? You've already started the episode, and it's only going to be about five or six minutes. So, so give it a whirl. So, anyway, one very important thing to understand about a property is the net operating income. In several of the episodes so far, we've talked about this number, and out of all the numbers on a property, it's probably the most important. Why is that? Well, to a large extent, on most properties, we'll talk about that in a later episode, in most properties, the NOI will determine the value of a property and how much a lender is willing to give you for it. So, what do you need to figure out the NOI? Well, typically, you want to look for a full year's profit and loss statement. More specifically, you want the most recent 12 months of financials, commonly referred to as the trailing 12, or a lot of times just the T12. So you get the T12. It should list all of the income and all of the expenses for a given property for the last 12 months. Now, we'll talk a little bit more about that towards the end. So back to the original question, what is the NOI? Well, the net operating income is the sum of all incomes minus the operating expenses. Clears it up, right? Well, let's go a little bit further into each one of these. Well, income is is easy to think of. It's the money coming in. It includes all the rents and fees and other incomes associated with owning a property. Rents are easy to understand. Uh, There's also the application fees and late fees that are added in that I think most people have dealt with before. You may also have income from a laundry facility or washer and dryer rentals. You may be charging a monthly fee for assigned parking spaces, on-site storage, or pet rents. Depending on local laws, if utilities are centrally metered, you can also charge a utility fee, or even a pest control fee. Bottom line, there's lots of different things that can be included in the net operating income, and it would behoove you to try to maximize this income to the best extent possible. Now, normally the security deposit is not counted, as income unless part of it is held back for repairs or lease violations. So if a tenant damages part of the property and you find that when they move out, you can withhold part of the security deposit and apply that to those repairs. In that case, the security deposit or the portion held back is actually counted as income on the T-12. So that about wraps up income. Let's talk about expenses. Typically, the largest expenses on a given property are taxes and insurance. Now, be careful on these because they're likely going to change after purchase. So when you're looking at your projections, when you're underwriting a property, you know, don't take these at face value. But in an NOI determination on a current property, use what the owner currently pays for these. In addition, there's a lot of other expenses. There's management fees from your property manager and potentially payroll fees if you have on-site management. There's repairs, there's maintenance, and administrative expenses. You may pay for some or all of the utilities, including electric, gas, trash, water, sewer, and in some areas, maybe a couple of more added on top. On some properties, you'll pay for landscaping, snow or leaf removal, gutter cleaning, security systems, internet, Wi Fi, you know, a lot of other things as well. So, what's not included in this expense determination? Well, capital expenses are not included. For example, if you replace a roof or an air conditioning unit, these are large one-time expenses that are not included in the NOI. However, what can be included in the NOI is a reasonable deposit to replacement and reserve account, usually around $250 to $300 per unit per year. Now, This is money that is set aside on a regular basis to cover future capital expenses think of this as averaging out the annual costs of the roofs, the parking lots, the air conditioners and all of the capital potential capital expenses and this is how you put that back into the NOI so you cannot put capital expenses in the old NOI but you can put a deposit to replacement reserves account into the NOI determination so what else is not included? Debt service. Your loan payment, principal plus interest, is not included in the NOI calculation. So to get to net operating income, you add up all of the incomes over a given year and subtract all of the expenses. Now make sure you're including deposits or replacement and reserves in your expenses, and what you have left over is the NOI. So a word of caution, though. Not all T12s are created equal, and not all T12s list every single expense. For example, our property managers will provide us monthly, quarterly, and yearly statements, but not all property managers, like I said, are created equal either. We have one property manager, for example, that pays nearly everything, and therefore their financial statements give a much closer approximation to the actual NOI. Now, the statements from other property managers sometimes miss major expenses like property taxes or insurance, you know, tax preparation fees, accounting fees, etc., cetera, because not all PMs are going to pay for these, and therefore these fees are not going to be listed on the T12s that they produce. So when you're looking at investing in a property, make sure you know what's included in the NOI and how to compute it. In our next multifamily brief episode, we'll talk about cap rates. And we'll follow that one up with a discussion on the income method to determine property values. And also stay tuned. Every Wednesday, we release an Ask the Expert episode. And this coming Wednesday, it's going to be my good friends, John Rubino and Shafi Nas. Thanks for your time, guys. And that's a wrap. Thank you for listening to the Diary of an Apartment Investor podcast today, brought to you by Four Oaks Capital. If you'd like to know more about how to invest in apartment buildings or want to be a guest in our show, visit our website at foreoakscapital.com slash podcast or email us directly. If you're still listening, you obviously like the show, so pull out your phone, tap subscribe, and leave us a five-star rating on your favorite podcast app, and we'll see you again next week.